3: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Hi all. Danny here. Thanks to all of you going out and voting for us. We're so happy to say that we've been nominated for best podcast in the football league category at the football content awards. Now we'd absolutely love it if you could help us to take home the crown by voting for us once again over at footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting and by tweeting the following sentence. I am voting for at cobblers to me in the at the underscore FCAs for hashtag best podcast. That's I am voting for at cobblers to me in the at the underscore FCAs for hashtag best podcast. Thank you so, so much for all you've done to make this happen. And please do go over to make your final vote. That's footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting.
1: To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.
2: Brain again,
0: and he's got it! Gavin was closing in, oh Gavin has scored!
4: Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not to yes! Yes! And that's a three!
1: Hello, welcome to It's All Cobblers To Me and our 200th episode. That's right, we're having a party this week for more than one reason. The Cobblers men have recorded their fifth win in a row... The women have picked up their first win of the season, and the podcast is celebrating a brand new milestone. Helping me to celebrate all of that are Chessie Coleman, Danny Brothers, and back from sunny Spain by popular demand, <laughs> it's Neil Edgerton. How are you, guys? Best welcome you've ever given me, Charles. It must be a special occasion. It's a Very special occasion, mate. <laughs> you're here, you know. It's back. It's special. You're you're back to share your opinions and get involved. I just didn't
3: want to get involved with your lot's <laughs> attack on the trust last week. It's not my style, Charles.
2: No, I can't believe you avoided not. that, Neil. That's. I
3: know. Yeah, I was sorry. Dreadful. Dreadful.
2: Had to go awful. to Spain to avoid it. <laughs> All it
1: the way. Got on a
3: plane. <laughs> the
2: tapas
1: was
3: worthwhile. <laughs>
1: Uh, Lots to talk about today, obviously, but before we get in it, I just want to say a huge thank you again for all your support. As you know, we've been asking you to vote for us in both the Football Content Awards and the Football Supporters Association Awards over the last few weeks, and yes, you have done tremendously well for us. Um, We're going to find out whether we've made the cut to defend our FSA Club Podcast of the Year title in mid-October, so in a few weeks' time now. And the FCAs have shortlisted us for the Best Football League Podcast Award, which is amazing, it's lovely. As you already know, we're up against some big podcasts, including Dara McCantony's Hard Truth Mm. and Under the Cosh, and we would definitely love to beat him. (laughs) You have been tremendously supporting us on social media and by voting through the form, which you can find still at footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting. And you can also tweet the following sentence if you're on Twitter: "Is I am voting for at cobblers to me in at the underscore FCA's for best podcast." Thank you for all of your support. Keep doing that. Basically, there's a tweet on Twitter every day from us. Just do what that says. That's the easiest way for you to do it. I tell you something else that is very very easy. Oh, beating Swindon near? Town. Hey. Oh. Oh. Was it easy? <laughs> I thought um, I'd go in just with a controversial opinion, you know, get it was people riled up. It was our, <laughs> our reserves. Yeah,
2: Tony w- Tony Witter, he was there. Ray <laughs> Van <laughs> Duleman Inventor, oh, <laughs> Inventor of Twitter. Inventor of Twitter. Tony Witter, Inventor of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mickey it. Bell, love it. Inventor Neil.
3: of. Oh me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Neil, no, no, Neil. You you've got a battle rap. haven't you, to reply to that fellow on Twitter. Who oh, was, yes, who did Rapping. the old uh, Northampton diss? Have you got a, Have you got a
3: response? I, surprising to some, <laughs> I do have a modicum of self respect. Well, so no, that is very
1: surprising. I know,
3: right? Uh, no,
1: I do not have a retort to that interesting oh. Swindon fan. That would that was great though. I, I know was people it? will take the piss. But I <laughs> I think he clearly knows that he's he's you know he's just having a bit of fun he's not doing it in a serious way which I think you can tell he's not like one of those fans that goes on social media and just basically looks to try and rile people up and then sort of goes oh we're the best thing ever I think he genuinely just does that for a bit of fun I think it's great I think it's really good but I'm so pleased that we beat him (laughs) He's, he's just a shit Malcolm Butler Charles (laughs) Oh, but, <laughs> but. Next up, when
3: Swindon come to Sixfields, we'll get that going.
2: Oh, yes. Malcolm, find him. Yeah. Just a
3: shit Malcolm Butler.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he does it for every, um, every opponent, right, from what I can tell?
1: I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. There's also, um, completely unrelated to Swindon, but uh, there's a Coventry City fan who writes a song. It's not a diss track or whatever this is called. It's just a song about the game that I think has happened... So I think last year when we played them in the League Cup, he did a song which included, you know, about Atete's marvellous goal. Oh, yeah. Yes, I do remember that. Um, So, yeah, not a diss track. That's just more. He does a song for every single game that Coventry play, which is quite
3: good. Can I ask a question?
1: Of course you can.
3: Why are we talking about this absolute melon when we've won five (laughs) games in a row, second in the table and
1: are absolutely flying? Do you know what? You're absolutely right. It was very weak of me, Neil. I apologise. <laughs> you started with it,
2: Neil. You, Neil, you sound like you're using way too many exclamation marks in your voice. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sorry, I, 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 <laughs> I bit to too Brown, excited. I'll go back to Brad. <laughs> Get it all in. Go right. Another comeback win. <laughs> well, let's start there. We shall edit that out. <laughs> no, no, no that's not. staying in. That's so sad. He's too good. tired to edit. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we can do anything. Incredibly tired. Um, <laughs> Yeah, coming back from a goal down again, uh, I mean, it's such a difference to last season, isn't it? Because last season when we went to goal down, we pretty much knew that was game over. The most that we could hope for was going to be a draw. And I don't think that happened very often either last year. Whereas this is our third or fourth game this season that we've come back. Is it third, Neil? Is that three fingers you're holding up? Three fingers. Mm. Makes a change. Uh, usually just sits there swearing at me. Uh, uh but yeah, that's our third comeback win, which is which is incredible. And I I, I was guilty of this. I don't know whether you guys were, but I, I kind of went, Oh that's probably game over. Because it felt a bit like it was a nothing game up until that point.
4: Yep. It, it was it was very static. It was like a caravan park here. <laughs> It was just there was nothing really <laughs> happening, and um, and it, it just it just didn't seem like th- it. Almost felt like both teams were frightened of each other, not in terms of frightened of what each other would do, but were frightened to actually do anything with the football because because it was so tense. But I think also as well, um, I didn't feel like that when we went one nil down. I kind of went oh really, um, but I kind of knew we'd get back into it. Uh, I this team have something about them that always leads me to feel positively about things. And even last week when we were shocking in the first half, I knew we'd get something from that game as soon as we came out second half. And it's a case of almost allowing them a bit of trust in what they're doing because quite clearly they have the ability to come back. But I do think that going forward, because we do look like we're really on a good run, but going forward I think we try if we could try and take the lead, that would make a nice change.
1: Wouldn't it? It would be nice if we do that. I mean I think that it was for me, it just felt like at the start of the match I would have been very, very happy with a draw. When you look at the lineup gets announced and we see that Hoskins, Epier uh, Dice, have all got all three of those are out with an illness, so that immediately, especially with Hoskins, obviously, it weakens our starting eleven straight away. I mean, who thought five years ago that we'd be saying that Hoskins not being in the team would weaken it? Eh? Um, I'm pretty sure but, Danny did. I mean, Giddy. you look at it, <laughs> Danny did. did yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just Danny <laughs> out of every <laughs> Cobblers fan. One man, um, one man <laughs> protest. One man, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean. <laughs> We started okay. I didn't really think that Swindon did much. They did a lot with the ball, but very little, you know, got, got anywhere. They weren't clinical. Yeah, exactly. They didn't really get anywhere. Yeah, they anywhere. weren't
4: clinical at
1: all. Plenty of times. No. I mean, even that, that... even the goal, I thought, really was quite annoying because they kept having it down in that left-hand corner for ages. Just And we weren't letting them out of it. And it just managed to... Well, I think we were protesting, were we? I say, were, Burge we?
4: could have done a bit better as well.
1: Uh, possibly. A
4: little bit. Yeah, but I mean, look, fair play to the fellow. He's a great goalkeeper, so, I'm, you know, I can forgive him for one of those. Mitchell would have had 15 by now, you know, <laughs> it's just...
3: Hold on, was that about the goal? I think so, I mean, yeah. You can't blame him, Burge- Lee Birch, for that, can
4: you? No, I wasn't Bloody blaming hell, him.
3: I wasn't blaming him. <laughs> I
4: wasn't blaming him. I was just saying he could have done better. Oh, what blaming him It's what happens before him. Oh, Why sh- it. What did
2: you hate judge, Jeffy?
4: Jeez. Oh, oh that's hard. Neil oh, was absolutely I mean, shocked by it this. Jeffy, what from- were you
2: doing on the on the night of our first open forum last summer? Where, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> <Are> you <without laughs> They're worrying about
1: the I, situation. I, I, I
2: thought it was more. Was it Lintot who lost the lost him? I, th- I was thinking it was more him. The, A couple
3: the, of them lost him. Yeah, switched off, yeah, yeah.
1: didn't they? Well, they it's switched funny. off yeah, because yeah. the referee gives or the linesman, whichever one it was, system referee, sorry, um, gives a, a throw-in that was clearly our throw. I thought, and clearly a few of the our players thought that as well because they were essentially too busy protesting that. And whereas Swindon just got on with it, so you're right. I think we switched off, and that's what led to the goal. But the annoying thing for me was that, and I. D- And I'm not going to harp on about the referee. I'm just going to say this one thing. I didn't think he was very good for either side. I thought he let... I know that he was meant to let things go and let things flow a bit more these days. But that doesn't mean that you can just let Swindon put two hands and push your striker over in the box and not give anything for it. Absolutely ridiculous decision in my view that we don't get a penalty... And apparade doesn't get... I mean, I, I, who was it? Somebody on our Slack channel, patreon.com forward slash me, if you want to join. Um, somebody said that they felt like the reason why it didn't get given was because there were three instances in the build-up to that where Aparade basically just looked like a, a stumbling deer, I think was the, the <laughs> phrase that was used. Um, essentially, never really looked like he had control of the ball. So when he goes down the referee just thinks well he never had control so he, he's probably just fallen over his own feet. Not that that's the right excuse. That is
4: although that no it's not the right excuse and I do think it was a pen. But also that's weirdly and I and I really don't mean this in a disrespectful way that's kind of his style. He kind of the way he runs and the way he controls what he he kind of hunches over, doesn't he? So to somebody that doesn't normally see him play that would look abnormal, but to us in the stands, it looks normal because that's how he moves. That's how he he's creates.
1: Frustrating, isn't he? I just—he
4: is very frustrating, and I—I I really, I'm willing him to do so well, but he's just so frustrating. Because if he'd have got that shot away, we wouldn't have even been talking no. about this. Is it next, confident? You know? Two
3: one, you moaning gits? <laughs> five in a row? Yeah, you're
4: For right. You? Yeah, yeah, I know right. it's great, but it
2: should, it should. But
4: the thing is,
2: it should have had a shot. But it, it was a, you could literally see the hands on the screen get, getting pushed out. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah it yeah. is silly. I mean, I, I think it was just it felt like it wasn't going to be our day when that's already been ignored by the referee, and then Swindon score pretty much from another, you know, wrong decision in, in my eyes and Cobblers fans' eyes. It, it felt like it wasn't going to be our day at all. And then it just—I I don't know. Did we? Do you think we maybe stepped up a gear at that point? Because it there was definitely a change, wasn't there, in the attitude and the way that we were we were employing our tactics, so to speak.
4: I think we kind of went hell for leather, didn't we? We kind of just thought, well, there's nothing here that we can lose, and like I think it was Fox that that tackle to to get the second goal. Like he just went flying in, but completely controlled. And it was a full man on a mission, wasn't it? To to get that and to run with it. Because it's almost like this team perform much more effectively and much more clinically when they're under pressure. And I think that's quite a good sign. But I also think that it's a shame that we don't get out of the gears quick enough to see them without having to do that. Because actually, I think if we did that more often, we'd be better and we'd be more comfortable but I do think this team works well under pressure and the likes of Hilton and Fox kind of like that and especially as well Pinnock he he likes to work under real pressure and try and and grab something at last grasp and you can see that in the way he plays
2: I think there's a lot a lot of I was listening to on the radio during the game so watch the game The next day. So on the radio, when listening to the radio, I thought, we're not getting back into this because you can't see what's happening in front of you. When I was watching it back today, our body language and our posture almost is so much different to last season that I think last season we go goal down. Our body language is like, oh, it's happening again. We're going to lose. We could nick a draw if we could. Yesterday, on Saturday, it was it was more right. Let's get back. Let's do this. Let's get back into. We're good enough to do this. They they believe that they're good enough to do it. They they believe they're strong enough to get back into it. And even when we scored the goal, I think it's Bowie, isn't it, Bowie who, who picks up the ball and says, "Right, let's go again. Let's go and get another one." Like when's the last time a Cobblers team did that away from home? It's to to equalise and then go. It, we're usually jumping on the ball to try and protect it for a draw, aren't we? It's more, this was more, let's go back. Let's get another one because we're good enough. And then the whole body language through the whole game was so impressive. I think physically we're a lot stronger, but mentally we're, we look so tough this season. And that's that we look like Swindon were treating us like a promotion challenger, which I think we definitely are.
1: Yeah. I, I,
4: I, I think so. as well that, that the mental side of it was pivotal yesterday because I think you're completely right, Danny. Uh, I think you've probably hit the nail on the head there. But on that as well, to have the mental strength to do that um, when you have got, I mean, let's face it, half of your squad out and half of your squad, arguably all of which could potentially play. It's not, not spine. just be on there's your bench. A, there's a spine, on your bench. You look at McGlore, at yeah, Williams, exactly. Hoskins,
2: it's a spine of a team, isn't
4: it? Yeah. And then you, and also you, you know, you, we only had, we didn't even have a full bench, did we? So we actually had to adapt hugely. And that's wh- like, when you talk about soaking up pressure, that's when the likes of Hilton are really important, I think, in a squad. Yeah. Because without that kind of experience,
0: you're
1: yeah. lost. I am... Um... I thought just, just very quickly while we're on the the, the bench, um, really good to see Odomeo back on and then obviously come back on, or you know, come on late on in the game, didn't he? Um, good to see that he's obviously come back from his latest setback. Um, did you think, like, uh, the Stockport game, we said, didn't we, about how the double change at half-time really changed it, Neil? Do you think the the change of Fox and Hilton coming on <laughs> made made the difference?
2: sorry we can see each other now for the first time we're recording <laughs> all i can see is neil in my bottom corner playing with a pencil a pen and then charles says his name and neil's like
1: Well, me <laughs> i always do this yeah. I, know, I fully know that neil's not paying attention so i'll throw it <laughs> throw to him and see what he does i don't know what you're on about charles i was listening
3: intently. <laughs> you've just asked me about the substitutions and if they changed the game right yeah exactly uh yeah they did i think they did um fox especially he made a real difference mm. right i mean he's he's got to be pushing for a starting place, I'd imagine.
2: He is a sexy man, isn't he? Oh, yeah, he, he
3: is. I'm he's like, the one. He's like a younger, a... sexier John Joe. Oh, that's, that that's a shout. That is a shout. That's a bold
4: I statement, mean. but I'm on board with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on board with that. Dynamic. Which part, so, which yeah, part is of it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> The younger or the sexier bit. Let's carry on there.
3: <laughs> I read something earlier. I think it was on the hotel end which is let's be honest it's not a great source of information
1: do you know Uh, what though you're you're giving them an awful lot of
3: advertising in the last few weeks (laughs) it's a good place to read after the game i like to read the the hotel end after the game to get people's thoughts on the game and also like to read the opposition fans forum to get their views on on us as a team um and, and actually they were discussing about the strength of our squad someone had said it we haven't got a strong squad it's a really small squad i actually think the squad's strong yeah, it's bare bones at the moment, but that's due to injuries and sickness, right? That's a double whammy. But we still can put out a strong enough eleven to beat a decent team. Bring on a couple of people to change the game. I think it's a it's a really strong squad. Like, there's if you look, you know, right back McGowan's out. We've, we tried Mcglaw there, didn't really work because he was still getting fit. But Lin Totty looks great, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, sharing, what, though, so, we tried hmm. sharing those, don't we? Sharing, yeah. Like there's,
4: yeah, there's yeah. loads
3: of options and there's loads of strength in the squad. So I think it, and I think that's what we missed last season at times was the we had a lot of crap, right? Let's be honest, and on the bench to to change it to bring it on or whatever, we couldn't. Right, like, it was difficult. So I think that's a real difference, and it makes it it makes such a big difference.
1: I th- I think it shows the evolution of of the John oh. Brady. You know, squad doesn't it last season? He got quite a good first team in place, and I know a couple of players have left from that first team, i.e., you know, Roberts and Horsfall. But the issues that we had last season was strength and depth, and we didn't have a bench. You know, literally, we were what bringing Danny Rose on for the last five, ten minutes every game, and that was pretty much the only substitution that was being made in the vast majority of the games, right? Whereas now. We've strengthened that starting AM. lineup, haven't we? And given ourselves a much stronger bench. Can I, uh, can I
2: play a quick game of name that bench, it uh, Charles, on an, an unofficial one because I just found the oh, yeah. corresponding to really? last 200th year. episode, hey, yeah, yeah. Go on. Name it. <laughs> 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 um, I found the eleventh the game from last season for reference, right, Charles? Just go to on. prove a point. Um, mm. So, start at eleven, start at eleven. We'd lost two one to Hartlepool in that game. Uh, Roberts, McGowan, Horseman, Remember Guthrie, well. Koike. Yeah, not not bad there. Salby, McWilliams, Hoskins, Lewis, Pinnock, Etete. So decent start 11. Off the bench come Dylan Connolly, Nicky Kabamba. I thought we
1: were playing a game. Oh, oh no, I thought no, we were no, going we to play a game. Oh, okay. Carry no. on. Carry on. Then. Uh, <laughs> off the bench,
2: Dylan Connolly, Nicky Cabamba, Benny, Ashley Seal. Wow. Also strong. on the bench. Also on the bench, Scott, uh, Scott Pollock, Jordan Flores, uh,
1: Max Deich. And Charlie Woods. So Oop. basically, out of that whole bench, Max Dyche is the only one still at the club. Um, I think some yeah. will have you believe But also, Scott Pollock is how
4: the next many... <laughs> <That's> True. <laughs> how many of those are playing non-league football now?
1: Oh, Pollock is, Fair isn't enough. he? playing for Boston.
4: <laughs> Pollock. <laughs> um, Pollock, Kabamba. Um, Kabamba. Benny Ashley Seal's playing in Lithu... Is he playing he's gone abroad,
3: Oh, it? yeah,
2: he, so he did, yeah. He's also a delivery got, driver
1: as
3: well. Benny Ashley Sale, isn't he? Yes, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh.
4: So, you know, you have to look at the, the. And I don't like to use the word talent, but I am going to use it. You you have to look at the talent and you have to look at the, the ability and you have to measure it. If you've gone from a bench where arguably three, maybe four of those are now playing non league or not playing football, unfortunately for them. But actually, if you compare it to, to this year, that That's a huge amount of strength there in comparison can I bring something we, else we'd have just imploded
2: Can I bring something else to the table, Charles?
1: Of course, you can, yeah, is it uh, a lovely piece of crockery?
2: It is not it's a stapler no um <laughs> <laughs> coaching I think something gets lost sometimes with with Brady and Coldwood for whatever reason um coaching we we talk about the players all the time and talk about we've got options on the bench, but the the actual coaching to play the way we do, the, the the formations that we've got, the the way everyone knows what they're doing, everyone knows what the job is. We look like a, a team that just knows exactly what they're doing for the entire 90 minutes. And I think coaching is something that... Yeah, I think John Brady doesn't get enough praise for, really, because it, it, it needs that. It needs that extra coaching. And he's done the job that he's done is ridiculous in the last year and a half to, to consider what he had a blank canvas at the start of his first season to, to take over and start a completely new league two team to almost go go up last season and to do what he's doing this season and i think i'm starting to for the first time worry when a higher league position goes i think like there was rumors for the exeter manager going weren't they this week Mm. i'm starting i don't i don't don't think he will but i'm starting to get that worry now where i haven't had that before and that's a sign of how good he's done
1: i think i think i've said it You put those worries away danny Yes. Where? Yeah, Where even, can I put leave
2: them. them. You leave them anywhere. in your box.
3: He you won't go anywhere. Put them in the box.
2: Yeah. I ain't got a box. Find a box. A box. Find a box. <laughs> a box. Find a box. Find a
3: box. I've just got yes. one point to make.
4: I love the way that you went to find that box.
3: There, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for one. I've got a suitcase <laughs> behind me. If that helps, <laughs> so I put it in there. I've got one point to make that I read on the Swindon forum. Oh. And bring they, it. they were actually relatively complimentary about us, and one of their posters said, "Unlike tea. their commentary team." <laughs> yeah, any team that can have their top scorer out and still leave Danny Hilton on the bench is probably going to be in the top three at the end of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah fair point. Valid point, well made. I was really, really disappointed that Hilton didn't start, to be fair. When I when I saw that Hoskins was out and I, I just kind of went, oh, felt like a I bit of a Danny missed though, opportunity. Oh yeah, Danny called it, as he always does. Danny
4: said he he can't do ninety. I I don't don't
1: think he's ready yet to ninety. Yeah,
4: I don't think he can. But also as well, I think that if he had, I would. The risk is if he does and then gets injured, you're screwed. Whereas if he comes on when needed, that's a better option, isn't it? Because if he'd have come on, if he'd started and on sixty minutes picked up an injury, out for for three four weeks, that changes everything again. When we've got an injury list as long as. The and, I may,
1: and maybe <laughs> the fact that we're playing again Tuesday night, Tuesday. Walsall, yeah. Yes. yeah, maybe it's a case hey. that Hoskins might not be back
2: because of an illness. I've got a question, Charles. Hmm. Which position will we go in to the league table if we win
1: Tuesday night? Well, I believe, Danny, that yeah. whisper it, whisper it.
2: Oh, I think we on. could go top. Oh, hey. It's not Kurdish. We will, Charles. We yeah, will go top.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe. Florian well, are not playing. No, they're not. No. That'll learn them, S- won't it? That'll <laughs> teach him from not playing. That'll teach him from not playing. <laughs> slugs. Oh, dear. Brilliant.
4: Um, what did you just say, Danny? He called them slugs,
1: Jeff. called them slugs. <laughs> slugs, the lot of them. Uh, Neil,
4: Slugs are snails that have divorced <laughs> and the wife's taken the house.
1: I was going to say, going on from Neil, you mentioned going on the Swindon Forum. I did. I read the... Did anyone else read the manager comments from... Oh, it, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a Lindsay. Prick, yeah. Lindsay, is that his name? <laughs> oh,
2: Lindsay. Oh, Scott I mean, Lindsay, Oh, we eh? lost, oh, Scott, oh, you lost oh, Scott, we look prettier.
3: Oh. No, oh, we played some nice passes. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I don't know whether this goes back oh, to Michael horrible, Appleton Oxford. Those cobblers Oxford. Oh, the big
3: <laughs> boys came.
1: <laughs> Took my lunch I, money. I don't know whether for me, does it go back to Michael Appleton <laughs> maybe, where Michael Appleton, when he was in charge at Oxford and the whole like, oh, we're the better team, blah, 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 from 15, 16. But it feels to me like whenever we go and win against not every team in the world but another team that is meant to be fancied to be top half and have got aspirations of promotion which Swindon clearly do it feels like whenever we beat those sides it's always because we've bullied them or because we were you know harder or you know just not better than them <laughs> I, I it never feels like we get any credit for actually winning the game and being better than them on the day it's but so frustrating there's
3: a, there's a thing right and whenever you win more often than not the opposition manager will say ah you know we deserve to win they weren't that great when you lose they're a fantastic team and that is a fantastic victory for <laughs> us it was a really it, that's what they do it's just nonsense Like that, the the Swindon manager was definitely saying it because they played a few more passes than us. But when you look at the stats, mm. which I did do after reading his comments, we had more shots on target. We had more clear-cut chances. Uh, I can't remember the corner count. I didn't look that closely. But yeah, they might have had a bit more possession. Possession's pointless if you don't do anything with it.
1: Yeah. Which is what
4: they look like. I also think I don't... I don't don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that you bully them. No, I don't. Um, Because frankly... Frankly if you're not doing that and you want to win the league, then what are you doing because you're not going to win the league? You've got to go out there and you've got to really get, you know, irritate them, irritate them to the point where they stop playing, which is exactly what we did against Yeah, football. I
1: mean, it's not so much, I, I didn't really see bullying as such on, on this particular game. Not like we saw, you know, Hilton oh, no. versus Horsfall. Yeah. There wasn't any of that. Um, but we were just men. As, yeah, as, as an example, Ben Fox's, Great tackle in the build up to to the the winner. That that is I would say that is essentially just wanting to win it. They were stronger.
0: Yeah.
2: Managers dress it up as the long ball corner argument, don't I? Set piece, long ball, big oh. physical team stuff. And it's it, like when you watch us play, it's, we have bits of that, of course we do. But it's nowhere near how much people say we're just physical and we're more athletic and we win balls and we win challenges. That's all it is. Neil says something. To- great in
1: commentary well during the game while we were watching commentary. the games
3: can you just hold on can you just record that extra bit that you just said Neil said
2: something
3: <laughs> great that
1: but while we were watching the game we were listening to the Swindon commentary and you said Neil that it was brilliant because whenever we played a long ball forward it was always oh it's a long ball from Northampton whereas when Swindon did it it was a great direct pass yeah, or a real good attempt at a through ball. Yeah, uh, it's so annoying. You know, and I, I, I think we're the complete team,
3: I and mean, we're not the complete team in terms of we're not brilliant and fantastic quick, and amazing. backtrack, and, and, backtrack. You've no, gone no, too but, far. No, no, no. <laughs> but in terms of style, we're, we're the complete team. And what I mean by that is, yeah, we can go long if we want to. We can go direct. We can soak up pressure. We can play on the break. We can also play some fantastic football if we're allowed to, mm. and if we need to. And we can play in triangles and... and nice three balls, all that sort of stuff. So I think that's the better way to be rather than just being able to play your one style because as soon as that gets found out, you're screwed. Um,
4: That's what happened last season, effectively. Exactly. We we fell short due to the fact that we we weren't one-dimensional last season because I think that would be a disservice to how well we did because, you know, effectively we were cheated out of promotion. Uh, Why are you mentioning Um, that, Jeffy? But I do... (laughs) Well, because I hate Bristol Rovers and I like to see Stop them it. suffer, so it's great that they're uh, they're struggling terribly in in League I, One. It's actually given me quite a lot of joy. I love this, um, but but it.
1: Oh I, I was well. going to say I love this hatred for them, but you know maybe it's time to oh, let it go. It's ingrained.
4: It's personal. Just let it no, go. No, absolutely not. They're not no, even never. in the
1: same league at the minute. I mean, they won't they, be next season yeah, either. They won't be next <laughs> season
4: either. They'll hopefully be in the conference. Too. <laughs> get
1: get, get Take double Jerry Barton with them. Um, uh, Danny yeah. has a great stat, which is that um, I? It, looking at the league oh. table from last season, um, you had a look and you told us all about how oh, that from... yeah, yeah. with uh, 15 points on the board and a, yeah. and a goal difference of minus one. Yeah. Obviously, this season, far better. Such a big, big change obviously second in the league. Uh, I'm going to have to wing this now because I don't have the stats in front of me, but 23 points, is it? 26, just. Oh, is it 26 26. points? Scored
2: scored 23 goals.
1: There you go. By far the the most in
2: the league. How
4: many of them are Hoskins? Is it 12 um, or 11.
2: 11, 11, it, Hoskins.
4: 11.
3: God yeah. he's gonna, plus 11. He's got some go to go now, hasn't he? Now Harlan scored another action. Oh, flipping. Yeah, he's
2: laid down uh, the law on the old Harlan's, yeah, yeah. Harlan's yeah. scared of him. That's yeah, why that Sam's, is. Sam's got some time in November when Haaland's not playing, hasn't
3: he? Good point. That is a good point, well made. and unless also, unless don't Sam forget, gets called up. Hold on. Well,
1: oh, that's true. Yeah, very true. Very true. Very true. I was going to say, he's also got an extra, is it like eight games? Because the Premier yeah, League only yeah, play 38, don't they? So...
4: Yeah, you they're know. lazy.
1: That's what Haaland was... Th- Haaland's thinking, against the really poor teams, I've got to go out and score massive amounts of goals. So that's what he did against Man United. Hopefully Nick isn't it while I said that. Uh, <laughs> is it too early then, just to finish off on the Swindon game, 11 games in, one for you, Neil. Is it too early for a little bit of e i e i e i o? Absolutely not. No, I've been singing it every win, basically. So, look, I
3: think expectation wise we're we expect to be in the mix this season right we expect i certainly expect us to be in the top like at the very least playoffs where we are now bloody yeah, hell enjoy it it's not often we have a start like this i can't even remember the last time so it's never too early to be singing and celebrating
4: from a personal point of view i don't like it but I think it's because I'm just personally so traumatised by last season. Um, and I don't think that'll ever go away. Jeffy,
3: but... Jeffy needs counselling for last season. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but what I would say is that when, particularly when Orient um, last season we were singing it and it was great. And it was that thing of, do you know what? Even if this doesn't work out, it's brilliant to be in that moment. And because like Neil said, we don't, we don't get it very often. And even if you... But I, I, I do think I, I said this to you guys off air. I can't remember us doing this and singing that so early. I don't think ever in my lifetime no, we wouldn't have done. No,
2: see, I don't. don't no, we never, no, never in this position. we never been in this position. Yeah, but. exactly.
4: That's what I mean. It's quite refreshing, see, but I'm still traumatised, think... so I'm holding back.
2: <laughs> I don't think you'll see that song as a confident thing, it's like a cocky thing. It's more of a you know, just a celebratory party thing, and that you just throw out there. I don't, like even when other teams think, think sing it, I don't see it as a or oh, they're being really cocky. Let's bring them down kind of thing. It's more.
3: Yeah, no, I think you know. Yeah, look, we're five points good, clear of fourth, aren't we? Yeah,
2: it's nuts. Like even in the twenty fifteen sixteen season, we didn't have this good a start, did we? It's
3: no, like you just... know, look. Even if we lose a game, we're still at least in the top three. That feels to me that if you've got a gap, you're fine to sing it. If you can go drop out <laughs> yeah, yeah, with yeah. one loss, shouldn't but... sing it.
2: <laughs> I don't, but the. Like the difference between this season and last season, I think we didn't have as much about us last season to, to give us that confidence thing, even when we were a, a little bit early on we were in the top seven and stuff, but it still felt like every defeat it was a massive blow ment- mentally. But you think this season we lose, we'll come back, we'll bounce back again. And I don't see enough in other teams to, to mean we won't finish in the top seven. And I don't think that's being overly confident or cocky and stuff, I think it's more like we've we know what we've seen. Um and the the standard's been set now, I think that's the other thing. It's like we we will know when we're below par, but I don't see it being be us going on a massive run of being that, that bad. And there's enough teams in this league to beat quite easily.
3: I'd also kind of with the out there that, you know, we've still got Josh Eppier to come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And we've got a transfer window.
4: We've got a transfer window. Yeah. Transfer window. yeah
2: we don't need like, a transfer window. No, we don't, we want that to be shut this year, but just don't tell anyone about the transfer window. We don't want anyone. Close to the want the same to happen again. Close the curtains. Close the curtains. the, curtains, <laughs> the, the blinds now. down. Like, if we keep if we keep Mark Leonard and Kieran Bowie ugly for the season, then that's half the job, I think. because the agree. Like Kieran Bowie in particular is, is grown on me for sure. The last few weeks with his strength and, and what he does, um, it'd be a real just, shame Leonard's if Leonard was to get
3: pick up a bit of a knock. for yeah, time in January. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Real shame. Get a few, Dece- few... December
1: really. I think you need him to have that knock in December so that no one sniffs in January. Oh, so that no everyone kind of January. just goes, no, st- <laughs> yeah. no sniff no January. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: was yeah. it wasn't no
2: no no November uh, and was it no um, October? October, yeah, no sniff January.
1: No sniff January. I don't. I know it what so it was foul. you were thinking about November, Danny, but I'm not going to mention it. November. <laughs> There is Movem, but yeah, there's something else Neil knows, I'm sure. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Time now for the Cobblers Creative Corner, um, where we discuss the highlights of Cobblers-related creativity in recent weeks. Uh, There's been some marvellous examples of creative play from the Cobblers recently, like Mark Leonard's spin turn in front of the West Stand versus Rochdale. But before we get into discussing Cobblers Creative moments this month, I just want to share this short message from our sponsor, who support this section of the podcast. If you've ever sat in a meeting and have a solution to a problem that you can visualise in your mind and want to show other people how it can look, but don't know how to start and get your project off the ground, then RLS Print and Design can help you bring your ideas to life. Based in Northampton, RLS will sit down with you and listen to your ideas and then create a first stage visual so you can get your project started just like they have done with the Dean Pier Corridor. Oh, yes. <laughs> that is right. RLS have produced a first-stage design visual showing how the Dean Pier Corridor could actually look, which also includes Neil's post room and a water park viewing area. Yay! <laughs> so please do go and have a look on our Twitter And if you're in the Patreon Slack channel, it'll be on there as well. So uh, if you or if anyone that you know has a creative design project for anything from a company logo or a business card, a banner, or even a full company brochure, for example, then please do get in touch with RLS Print and Design at rlsprintanddesign.co.uk. Or you can look in the show notes and there's a link there. So there you go. Let's have a look. I wonder look. if they let's could design
4: a me a tractor.
1: I, I'm, I'm <laughs> That'd sure they fun. could do that. That would be amazing. Yeah, Maybe that's what they'll I'd do for next month. I'd
4: love a cobbler-style tractor.
1: Brilliant stuff. Um, so, yeah, let's, um, let's dive in, shall we? Have we all gone and thought of something that happened creatively? This month, Neil is obviously shaking his head. I knew that was going to happen <laughs> before we started, before I asked the question. Um, Danny? You've been beavering away, I'm sure. Oh, thinking I've been of beavering creative away. moments.
2: I had one last week. I was ready. Um, I'm going for John Guthrie's loop of a goal oh, just man. because he's been. I think he's been fouled in the build-up. This is against Stockport. Um, and he suddenly has to think quick. So he's created a little moment where he's just gone, bonk, bonked it, bonked it over <laughs> he's the bonked keeper. Bonked it?
3: Bonked
2: it? Is it? He's, oh, he's, oh, he's no. the ball over the keeper into the top corner and well I bonked. felt like that was pretty creative to me.
1: <laughs> well bonked. Well bonked. Yes, <laughs> I have got one actually. Go on then. Is oh, it Calvin Thomas' go... presentation? Oh, no. that
3: was mine. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Danny Hilton, who I will compare.
4: Oh, you stole! Mine. Oh, sorry, no. Jeffy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to compare you him,
0: him to. I'm going
3: to compare him to an annoying little ferret. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Winding up, Fraser horseful.
1: Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. Loved it. Great moment. Jeffy, come on. what? What? You must have another one. Up your sleeve somewhere. There'll be a, something creative that's happened that you, look, you want Jeffy, to talk about. Can, does it
4: have to be Cobblers re- re- related?
1: Well, kind of. It is the Cobblers creative corner. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Okay>. CCC. <laughs>
1: C C C, love it.
4: C C C. I don't know. I was I was going for Danny Hilton then. Join me it, with Danny it was Hilton. A thing of beauty. It was a thing of beauty. We'll double it, really it was. It <laughs> was creative beauty.
1: It was Joy. good. I I do enjoy it. What was your lines? Well, my, mine was the presentation because I was going to make a joke about how RLS design could have potentially made it a bit better for them. <laughs> <laughs> Smart.
2: you know <laughs> so, um, RLS design. Um, edgy. Designed that the Dean Pier corridor. We saw we saw pictures of it. Can we share mm-hmm. that on social media somewhere? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a thing same. of beauty. On
1: Twitter right now, Danny. Yes, it will be there right now. Excellent. Do, do you think we're going to
2: get any comments saying, "Oh, what have the club done in seven years?"
1: <laughs> Probably. Oh. <laughs> you know, Just don't use an exclamation mark. Whatever you do. Uh, competition time <laughs> now. Thank you to RLS Print and Design for sponsoring you, the podcast. We RLS really appreciate design. it. RLS Thank you. We like RLS Print Design. Everyone.
4: You're great.
1: Print it. Competition time. Oh. We've got a competition. It's our 200th episode and to celebrate, we've got a competition for you, you lucky lucky people. <laughs> oh. We've teamed up with Matthew J.I. Wood Design to give away one of his fabulous six fields prints. Now, do you guys know about this? Do you yes. have you seen the prints? Yes. I've seen I one on your wall, Charles. I have one in my office. It is amazingly lovely. I really like it. Um, if you would like to win one, then all you need to do is go onto Twitter right now and go to our Twitter account, which is at Cobblers to Me. You need to follow us. So if you're not already doing that, then then hit the follow button. And you also need to retweet our competition tweet, which is pinned to the top of our profile. There will be a tag for uh, Matthew uh, J.I. Wood. Uh, You'll need to also follow his account. So follow their account and our account and then retweet our competition uh, tweet. It runs until 7 o'clock, 7 p.m. on Wednesday, the 5th of October. There is that deadline because we're going to announce the winner on this week's preview show, which we record at 8 o'clock on Wednesday evening. So if you want to go and win that print, it is a lovely print. Just go to Twitter, follow at Cobblers to me. Also follow Matthew J.I. Wood and uh, retweet our competition tweets. Um, and also if you don't win, but you still want to get a print... You can do it because we've got a discount code for you to get 20% off any design at matthewjiwood.com. Just enter in capital letters with no spaces, cobblers to me at the checkout. And that is valid until Sunday, the 9th of October. Good luck. Yeah, love a good competition. Love a competition. Is that going to be like a raffle on the previous show, Charles? Yeah, what we'll try and do is we'll load into one of those spinning wheels. Oh, spinners! Yes, all Get the, the next. spinners out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. So we'll do that, and we'll fire it off, and and we'll maybe, uh, well, not maybe, we will do it. We'll find a winner, and uh, it'll be great. And then Matthew will send a design. It'll be lovely, really good. Um, should we do some post bag? Yes.
0: It's time to read your letters out But things have changed, so listen out If you want to write about Northampton Town You'll need to write this next bit down Just have a rant, or just some fun At podcast at cobblers to me dot com No matter if we lose or win Send us your thoughts. Come on, get them in. To
1: celebrate 200 episodes, we'll be releasing a mailbag special this week. So we've saved all of your questions that you've been sending in in your droves uh, podcast at com or on Twitter. Uh, or on the Slack channel indeed, uh, patreon.com forward slash to me, I'll say it again. Um, so keep your ears and your eyes out for that one. Uh, there's some cracking questions to cover. But we do have one thing we want to share though. Our jingle maestro himself, the one and only Malcolm Butler, one of our lovely fan club members, is always ready to jingle. He sent us the following in celebration of our 200th episode. Oh, this is incredible. So please do enjoy his dulcet tones.
0: September 2018 and a podcast came along When Charles picked up a microphone in sunny Warrington Dean Austin was the man in charge As fans we were forlorn But it really didn't matter It's All Cobblers to Me was born Before the pod had reached its 100th episode we plunged into a Covid hell and we had to stay at home But the pod it kept on going to keep us entertained With memory lane and name that bench to really test our brains And so in 2020, on the 29th of June the town went off to Wembley, we were over the moon So Neil, he had a great idea, to six Fields he did roam But we never heard about it, cos he forgot to charge his phone The pod has gone from strength to strength and now it's won awards The slackers are a cracking bunch from all over the world With Team Talk and The Basement Tales and Danny's preview slot. It really is the podcast that's got the blooming lot. 200 shows and counting, just how the timers flew. With Sammy banging in the goals, we're flying up League Two. So raise a glass to Charles and Neil, to Chessie and Danny to say congratulations on your double century.
2: <laughs> oh, Marvellous. That is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Incredible. I, um, I have to admit, well, Charles, I when didn't. you when you sent that to us on WhatsApp earlier, I did get a little bit emotional hearing that.
1: Tearing my eye, mate. Tearing oh, my eye. Beautiful.
2: Absolutely lovely. beautiful. Can, can you release that as a song? Oh, I I think you it, can it in, put can things
1: it, on Spotify, can't you? Yeah, get it but in the iTunes chart.
2: How <laughs> come on, you can do it. That's Christmas number
1: one. <laughs> brilliant! That would be great. Maybe that's our challenge. Get get Malcolm to Christmas number one. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Get it be in there. Thank you so much. Honestly, um, not just to Malcolm, but obviously that was incredible. But thank you to every single person, whether you've you've listened, you've liked us on Twitter, whatever you've done at any point throughout. The last four years, 200 episodes of the main show, I know that, you know, I mean, I think this is actually technically something like the 304th show that we've ever actually released as a podcast, whether it be the previous show, or a, a, a Cobbler's Chat, or Memory Lane, or, or anything that we've done and put out there. Thank you so much for listening, because, you know, I mean I know we all say this that if no one was listening we'd still do it because we we enjoy having our sunday evenings together as a uh, you know the four of us as as four really good friends and I really really appreciate the fact that everybody does listen but I also want to say a really big thank you to you three that are here because without you guys you know this this wouldn't have ever come to fruition really I mean I know that you know I messaged Danny and, and, and you, Neil, to sort of say, oh, I've got this idea, we should do a podcast. Do you fancy doing it? And, and both of you were just a bit like, what's, what, a, podcast? what's a podcast? What's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what <is> that? <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about, mate. Um, so thank you very much. And obviously, Chesy, thank you for joining us uh, at the end of that first incredible season. Uh, saving thank you for never like falling off your... Yeah, 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 yeah saving yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Thank true. you for never once yeah. falling off your chair. Oh, thank you time. for to bring that very on. rarely very rarely swearing <laughs> on the pod. Thank well, you for a, being to, just incredible. Turn it into a personal <laughs> attack on me now, Charles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, seriously, thank you so much because um, this this podcast has obviously done an awful lot for all four of us. But, you know, for me especially, you know, it's really helped my, my career. Um, so, you know, thank you. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you to the club. Thank you to anybody that's ever been on the guests and everything. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will stop eulogising now and I will go straight into what was an incredible, incredible result, yes. finally, Come on. for our NTFC Women's First team. Oh, Long awaited. Yes. Danny, take us oh, through yes.
2: it. Yes. Long eaten, Charles. Mm.
4: Long awaited eaten. Yes. <laughs> By the cobbler's women,
2: might as well call them short eaten, uh, because we beat them seven nil. Charles, on oh, I was afternoon. wondering
1: whether long stood for the amount of injury time that they fought. <laughs> yeah, might to well play. have done. Long,
2: <laughs> long way down to the bottom after we overtaken them in the league. We, yeah, we. but seven nil. I mean, we 7-0. spoke to. Um, uh to Josh and to Liam this week on Team Talks. Go and check that out if you haven't already. Um good introduction introduction to, to Liam. Uh, great chat with them both as well about how close they've been the team have been to getting that win or get getting the results on the board. There's, they've had so many chances and missed like hit the bar, hit the post in a lot of games, they've come so close, they've come they've been undeservedly losing a lot of the games. So to come out and play the team just above them in the league, the team second bottom in the league. And to hammer them essentially seven 0 was an amazing thing. And you see, like the thing that stood out for me was the photos that Pete Norton takes on, on a weekend. See their, their happy faces again, and see them in uh, embracing each other and having such a good time again. That's what you want to see. Um And yeah, it's, it was it was so important to get that win just for, for mentally, I think, and so they can kick on again this season because they they've deserved it already so far. But to get it now ahead of the derby in a couple of weeks' time as well get that in there while we can it's it was so so good such a a great thing to see and hat trick from Alex Dix gotta gotta love that Bianca Luckman got two Mia Richards got one Gracie Williams with one and it just felt like last season again didn't it
1: it did it did feel like last season again and it was great Mm. to see as you say how happy they all were uh with everything it's 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 brilliant to see them actually getting off the mark now. That's yeah. uh, Four points have they got now? Is that right? They had a two-all draw, yeah. didn't they? Um, was that Sheffield FC that we drew with? Uh, no, um, I think
2: it was, it was, it was a three-all draw with um, three-all draw.
1: Yeah. That was it. That was it. Sorry. Uh, playing Sheffield FC in the plate, aren't we, in a couple of weeks' time, yes. I think. That we've be
2: lovely. risen to ninth, Charles, in the league. Word Rise it! Up, yeah, we've gone up three places.
1: That's a brilliant. Um, shall we, just before we um, have any more about this and, and you know be really super happy, let's just hear what James Wiles has to say because every week he sends us a, a voice note for us to play out on the pod and recently we've not had time to play it so I want to make sure that we do get it in because James is an integral part of how we follow NTFC women. So here he is. Northampton Town Women won their first game in the National League on Sunday as they beat Long Eaton United 7-0. They were dominant throughout,
2: just like most of the time last season, and they were in front when Mia Richards guided a header into the bottom corner. Alex Dix doubled the lead just three minutes later, and Bianca Lutman made it three before the half hour. Dix added her second before half-time, which finally came after 20 minutes of first-half added time. She completed a hat-trick early in the second half, and substitute Gracie Williams made it six with a diving header from Artemio's corner. Another assist for the midfielder. Lutman smashed home her second to round off the scoring in the final minute of normal time. Josh Oldfield and Liam Williams side travelled to Sheffield FC in the National
1: League plate preliminary round next Sunday. The Cobblers were narrowly beaten by their opponents in the league last week. Thank you very much, James. That was lovely. That'll teach Danny to actually listen to the audio before he tells you everything that James is going to tell him. Just reiterating. Well Well done, Danny.
3: Thanks.
1: <laughs> Look, Danny had nothing. For those that couldn't see, Danny just nodded. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right completely. Yeah, yeah. um, uh, that's a Oh, it was really no. <laughs> uh, I I think that might be the catapult. Catapult catalyst. Yes, that's, oh, a, that's the word I meant. Catapult Catapulting. <laughs> catapult hopefully, it will catapult them up the table and be the catalyst to do that. There has you go. Up to ninth, you said? That'd be me? all right, I think, yeah.
4: I think. That, I think that was needed, wasn't it? It was needed, but I also think that now that they've got that, that's a real mental barrier gone.
1: And I, I think as well, it's also a bit of a, it's, it's another push, isn't it, for the fan base in in, in in essence, because we all know from watching the men's side that when, when we're not doing very well, the attendances do go down. And, you know, for a lot of, um what how would you describe them? The walk ups, the ones that the people that don't come that often, they're not, you know, maybe regular supporters, but they do become regular when fair the team will win. Thank you, Chesar. Yeah. Fairweather fans. You're welcome. That'll get them coming back. Um and anybody that hasn't been down to watch them and has maybe thought, well, they're not doing very well. I don't want to go and watch them lose. That would be upsetting. Uh, Well, they're winning again now. Let's go and watch them. Let's go and cheer them on. And regardless of whether they're winning or losing, it's important, I think, that we support them and really show how much that they are an integral part of the football club and should be even closer aligned to the rest of the football club as well. Um, so please don't go and support them. They play their home games usually at Harpole FC on Harpole playing fields. Um, okay, it's not undercover or anything like that, but go and go it's and support under- the girls because it's great. <laughs> you get you get like your all, snowman like, suit <laughs> out
4: and go for it.
1: <laughs> get your snowman, snowman suit out. Love it. Snowman suit. Huh?
4: Yeah, like you know your snow suits that you wear yes. in the winter when it's really cold when you go. Oh, Jeffy, you, you, right. you wear them in the summer to preseason.
2: You went to preseason friendlies, Jeffy. You do <laughs>
4: I wear it all year round let's be honest even when there's a heat wave I'm still in my snow suit (laughs) Uh,
1: don't forget if you haven't already to check out our monthly team talk podcast all about NTFC women which we released last week Uh, this month Danny sat down with joint managers Josh Oldfield and Liam Williams to look back on the first month of the season then look ahead to the games that are coming up in October uh, which includes by the way a local derby and one that we might actually be able to win for once Uh, plus Zoe Boots and Eden Brown feature in Teammates which is our brand new feature which we certainly didn't lift straight from Soccer AM of years gone by Um, go to uh, your usual place that you get It's All Cobblers to Me and uh, you'll, you'll find it there just a couple of episodes back okay that's it for this episode. Our 200th. Thank you very much for listening. 200. We're back hell. on Friday. I know with the preview Charles, show. Uh, yes. Sorry, Danny. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I
2: said, you told me at the start, it was only going to be one. 200 later.
1: I know. It's incredible, isn't it? Thank you for coming along with us on this amazing ride. Uh, back on Friday with the preview show, there's also a mailbag special oh, that yes. will be there this week too. Thanks for listening to It's All Cobblers To Me. Get more from us on cobblers to mecom Goodbye. Goodbye.
4: Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. There's the cup, there's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages.
3: The cobblers are going through into Division One. Bring them on because we deserve it.
2: Hi all, Danny here. Thanks to all of you going out and voting for us. We're so happy to say that we've been nominated for Best Podcast in the Football League category at the Football Content Awards. Now, we'd absolutely love it if you could help us to take home the crown by voting for us once again over at footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting and by tweeting the following sentence. I am voting for at Cobblers to me in the at the underscore FCAs for hashtag best podcast. That's I am voting for at cobblers to me in the at the underscore FCA's for hashtag best podcast. Thank you so, so much for all you've done to make this happen. And please do go over to make your final vote. That's footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting.
1: Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.